Hi, you're listening to Sonic Podcast Adventure, the world's most way past cool podcast. My name is Sean Eatson, and I am joined as always by my co-host. I am Christian Dobbins, and we are joined today by... Oh, Michelle Meek's rear. Hello. Hello. Uh, you are a software engineer working in VR and also a big old Sonic and Shadow fan. This is true. My legacy. <laughs> <laughs> well, your legacy, I think, uh, at least online, uh, or at least, uh, what is it, a few years ago now, is uh, you are known for doing the Shadow the Hedgehog uh, PowerPoint presentation that went pretty viral, if I remember correctly, when he yes. first posted it. <laughs> uh, so I, I which, uh, well, first of all, our topic is going to be uh, Shadow the Hedgehog. Uh, we have covered this before with our guest, uh, Kenneth Shepard. But we have stated like before, like like uh, in our first episode, in our intro episode, that like we have no like t like limit on topics as long as it's not like two episodes away from the last time we covered it. <laughs> there's really no limit, and like everyone has a different perspective and and take and experience with a character game, you know, part of the franchise, whatever. So. Uh, we, we were messaging back and forth trying to figure out yeah. what you wanted to talk about, and we just settled right <laughs> back on Shadow, which is totally fine. It's just very funny. That's like, you know what? Fuck it. We're going back to Shadow. <laughs> yeah, if you look at the DMs between myself and Sean, it's like me kind of pitching like five or six different topics over the course of two weeks being like, mm, I don't know which one I actually want to commit to, and then going back and forth. It's like, I don't want to retread old ground, but also I do love Shadow the Hedgehog, and I could probably talk about him the most. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's <laughs> no shame in covering in. Uh, so uh, why don't you start by telling us about uh, the the infamous, well, infamous implies it's, uh, it's, it's, it's got some evil intent it's heinous, behind it. Yes. But <laughs> uh, tell us about your famous uh, PowerPoint presentation. Uh, sure. Um, so in like 2018, uh, I'd like moved to Seattle like a couple months prior and my friend from work invited me to this PowerPoint party. Uh, so she was the one hosting. And uh, I didn't really have that many close friends yet in Seattle. And so I showed up to this event having prepped like a four or five minute long presentation about Shadow the Hedgehog, um, which was maybe the first time these coworker friends had ever like been exposed to the real me. Uh, but I posted about it online um, and the, uh, the like novelty of doing a party where everyone comes with like a three minute presentation uh, to share with their friends and also it's a drinking game that uh, took off as well as just like the funny stills of me like passionately ranting about Shadow the Hedgehog. Um, Essentially Pepe Sylvia like yeah, in front of the Shadow so. screen. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that ended up going kind of wild viral, like not just like internet, but like I had friends like sending me like local news channels uh, covering it on TV. What? Oh my God. <laughs> uh, which is kind of crazy. And then like since then, like uh, PowerPoint parties have been like way more popularized. Uh, I was going to say, moment. I feel yeah. like I feel like there was more after that. And I wasn't sure if it was because like that was like one of the examples of like the trend starting or the actual trendsetter. So <laughs> I think it was. Um, so my friend hosting it said that she did versions of this um, at her school in Waterloo, uh, like wherever that is in Canada, I think Toronto. Uh, but yeah, like I think the Google trend shows that it's like 100 percent that 2018 was like an inciting <laughs> event. And you'll still like there are still articles now of like how to do a PowerPoint party with your friends. And it'll be like it'll always cite uh, my tweet, <laughs> which is oh my God. very sweet. Good in all Lord. honesty, like it's such a 
Uh, I know we're here to talk about Sonic, but it's a very, very wholesome uh, thing to contribute to pop culture, I think, of just like, hey, you can like gather your friends and like talk about something you're passionate about um, and just like get to share that with the world or like your friend group and like having a space to do that, I think is very special. So I'm glad yeah. more people enjoyed that concept and also I feel I like had it's a platform a, it's a to nicer, talk about Shadow. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nicer <laughs> claim to fame than uh, Art Mine, which I think was my most popular tweet was when I tweeted about that. Uh, you, you remember like the, the say Xbox in front of the screen for your Xbox to continue or something right. like that? Like there was a different version of that that was sent to me through a press email uh, that I had for uh, when I worked at conventions uh, press. And it was like the uh, the pay-per-view thing that would sense somebody how many people are in the room and charge per person. And I just <laughs> tweeted that and said, capitalism is exhausting. And then that is, I think, still my most popular tweet to this day. <laughs> and I'm like, I wish it was just shadow PowerPoint instead. <laughs> I think I actually, my most popular tweet is a different tweet about Shadow the Hedgehog. Like in terms of but your numbers legacy on it. it? <laughs> um, though, yeah, like in terms of impressions, like I think like 50 million people saw that original one or something Amazing. actually ridic like, ridiculous. Lord. But um, So, yeah, yeah so that, that, that leads us uh, into the thing we ask all of our guests is, yeah. how, like what's your history with Sonic and then specifically what's your like history with like your love of Shadow kind of uh, uh, yeah. snowballing into a PowerPoint <laughs> and, and oh, peaking man. as it is now, yeah. Um, well, believe it or not, my first Sonic game was Sonic Adventure 2 Battle uh, for oh, yeah. the GameCube. Uh, I was obsessed with that game growing up. It was also one of the few games, I think, um, I grew up with an older brother and for so many games, uh, there were rules about like uh, how many save files he got. So I remember like, I didn't get a save file for Wind Waker, so I kept I'd keep playing the first island over and over and not be able to save. But Sonic Adventure 2 Battle, I was able to, <clears throat> excuse me, um, like play in full and have my own save. So that made it very special. Um, and I just really like loved the story, was obsessed with the Chow Garden. I think some of my first forum experiences were was going to like Chow Island uh, forums to learn more about the stats and like oh my doing God, things that like unlocked that. Memories for sure. <laughs> I forgot about Chow Island. Honestly, it's oh still running, God. and I love them. They had oh, I love it. Um, and then from there, yeah, I definitely like started dabbling in other games like the Sonic Advance series. Uh, most of my life, I was more in the 3D era or like handheld uh, Sonics. Like I never went all the way early to 2D until like way later. Um, Same. So I have a lot of love for the 3D era. Uh, the love for Shadow the Hedgehog, a lot of it is just like how much I love the Sonic Adventure. Like I love both Sonic Adventure games, but like Sonic Adventure 2 was like the first one I played. Uh, in college, I, had, I made a friend who also loved Sonic Adventure 2. So like most of my like college memories are just like drinking wine and like hanging out with my friend and playing through that game like over and over <laughs> like every weekend. Um, and I don't know, I think, well, I can absolutely like, go off. That about, sounds like, like the like the mm -hmm. like the funniest way to get like busted for alcohol in the dorm room. Is <laughs> what are you it doing is in so here? It's so tame. It's just like, right. two people playing like a decades old Sonic game. It's very <laughs> um, very very fun for me. But um, yeah, I think Shadow's just like he's a, okay. One obviously he's a very cool character. Like he's designed to be cool and interesting. And I have like paragraphs I've written about like my take on his character and stuff like that but just as a story I think Sonic Adventure 2 was so gripping for me as a kid it felt so big and epic and uh it's just like how I fell in love with like these characters who have so much attitude so 
Um, yeah, I, I like I like Shadow's introduction because uh, he's like um, the, the the monkey wrench kind of he puts into the Sonic formula for Sonic Adventure Two because uh, you think it's about Sonic, like like why is there another Sonic? You know, that's kind of <laughs> your first instinct, right? And then you realize like oh, it's not really about Sonic; it's about Shadow. Like mm-hmm. it's not like it's not like oh, they needed to make a, a counter Sonic. It's like no. He kind of is a Sonic rival, sure, but it's not like he is, uh, you know, he only exists to ricochet off of Sonic. It's it's very interesting yeah. that like that the, the, the pull is, oh, a dark Sonic. And then when while you're what after you're pulled in and you're sitting there with the story, you're like, oh, it's not just like he's dark Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think. Um, no, it's a really smart move just because like there's not too much growth. Uh, Sonic usually has in games like he's already a hero and he's already brave so that's when you see like side characters like Tails uh, gaining his confidence in Sonic Adventure 1 like you see more of the side characters going through growth arcs Uh, but then like adding Shadow to Sonic Adventure 2 is like oh you really get like a full emotional arc Uh, yes they kind of repeated the same arc more or less in the next two games he's in but uh, that (laughs) first introduction is (laughs) Um, it's just really interesting. It's like you have this character who's like super damaged. He's like kind of made to be a weapon. Um, yeah, he's just an interesting character who, uh, I mean, he grew up so sheltered. He only had one friend and he watched her die in front of him. So obviously he's going to like be a little damaged, like navigating this world, trying to figure yeah, out like exactly. how to respond to things. And I think that's where like Shadow's character is the most interesting, understanding like how and why uh, his response is the way it is, um, which I, we can go into like later uh, with different games. But like, uh, I think he's interesting because he doesn't always react the same way Sonic would, even when he's on the side of good. Uh, like, yeah, he has a hard time trusting, yeah. and like, and like, like I, I think too, he is afraid of his own power sometimes. So like, he doesn't want to like rush in like Sonic, who has a better grip on like what his speed is and how strong he is and stuff like that. Where <laughs> Shadow's like, I don't know, I could probably like kill God accidentally. Like, <laughs> yeah, Shadow. I mean, he's like cocky, but also you see him wrestling with like um, in the dark story when he like goes back to save Rouge and he's like trying to figure out like what do I owe this kind of stranger slash coworker and like realizing to do the good thing even if it wasn't. Like, he did hesitate. Like, it's the yeah. hesitation is interesting. Like, Sonic doesn't hesitate, but understanding, like, well, what is this character thinking, like, when they're processing this kind of stuff, that's that's fun to have a character yes. that's not straight good. Yeah. An anti-hero. Yes. Um, so, I... And then, so, so, uh... The train headed for Station Square will be departing soon. Lost my train of thought. Uh, I have to edit in the uh, yeah. (laughs) Every time we lose our train of thought, because both of us have ADHD, I just put in that clip from uh, Sonic Adventure One that the train is for Station Square is now leaving. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I think I was gonna say like so so so, uh, you you grew up and like Shadow became like the the character. Sorry, you uh, you know you became a Sonic fan and Shadow was the character that kind of stuck out as the most interesting and the 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 one that you really stuck onto. Uh, What's like where, uh, like, what's your experience with the games going forward in Shadow and stuff like that? Yeah, uh, I will also call out. Uh, it was Shadow and Tails growing up, where like there were there were like role models for different reasons. Where Shadow is like cool and interesting, versus Tails is obviously like 
the little brother character. I was like a little sibling, like looking up to uh, my older sibling and just like gaining confidence. Like obviously Tails is uh I mean, Great. in true <laughs> uh, in true shonen fashion, because Sonic is very shonen. We've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. That like fans of the series mostly love the other characters besides yeah. the shonen protagonist. <laughs> <laughs> and Tails and Shadow are definitely the two biggest ones, I think, because that's kind of Vegeta and Krillin ish sort of. You know, <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, growing up and like even still. My favorite character is Tails. My second favorite character is Shadow. So <laughs> I very much like understand where you're coming yeah. from. Yeah. Well, I, two I, very... I guess I'm the idiot who loves Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> I love Sonic. The like, I do love Sonic. I love like the franchise, like everything in it yeah, represents yeah. more or less. But um, you asked what my experience was in with the games going forward. Um, let's see. So play the adventure games. Uh, Dip my toes into the advanced series, which are kind of phenomenal. Uh, like Sonic Advance Two, I think it's like they're very really good. good. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to like <laughs> I'm like visualizing the timeline of Sonic games. Uh, I know I played Generations, but honestly, there was a huge gap of Sonic games I missed. Um, and then I got like back into it in college, where I was starting to like try all the games I missed. Um, even I'm still catching up. Like this year, I played Sonic Rush for the first time, and. Uh, I played Sonic Colors. Uh, I tried Unleashed. I will say the nighttime stages are rough. So I recently got the mod that lets you just do the daytime stages, and that's been phenomenal. Um, oh shit! Wait, wait, how are you playing it then? Like oh. through uh, an emulator, or are you oh just like on? Yeah. So there's um, a mod for Sonic Generations, and I think it's called like uh, yeah. Project Unleashed, and it's basically yeah, making the. Yeah, I tried the... it. I couldn't get it to work. <laughs> oh, I yeah. There were a lot of issues I had to resolve. Um, but now it is working, which is so delightful. Um, we can talk later. Maybe I had the same issues you did. Uh, and I can help you <laughs> troubleshoot. But um, yeah, so I've been like trying to get myself like more familiar with the Sonic series, because uh, honestly, so much of my life, I just replayed the ones that I knew I loved, um, which, was, which would be like the Adventure Games, uh, Generations, Advance. Um, oh, before college, or no, after college, I played Sonic Chronicles, and I might be the only person in the world who had a good time playing that game. I want to play that <laughs> game so badly. Uh, Ken Pender's lawyers sure had a good time with that one. <laughs> Honestly, the style, like, I don't think I could ever play it again because the amount of attention it asks of you uh, with, like, constantly interacting with the stylus is so much, and I played it at a oh, time where boy. I was unemployed and had nothing going on. Um, so I don't think I could ever do it again, but I had such a fun time. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, we have to play it eventually because we will have to talk about it eventually because it, it would be a lead into. Like, so, so we want to do a, a episode about Ken Penders, and we're not sure how because <laughs> like that guy name searches everything and would like send people after us probably, and and and, and a lot of things. Uh, but it, were we to do it, that would probably be our first episode we record in person. <laughs> <laughs> Safety um, and, and numbers, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and Chronicles <laughs> is uh, the catalyst for that entire clusterfuck. Again, it's like the UI, like, yeah, the UI is awful, the way you have to interact with the game, but the actual, like, RPG strategy and team building and dialogue, very, very fun. Yeah, I'd be interested mm. in that from a Sonic game because, like, yeah. a, 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 as much as I love, like, when they get the speed right, like Sonic games are also fun when they're not trying to be a Sonic yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. Like um, I also started playing Sonic Battle uh, 
like a couple months ago, and that I was really fun. I love the music and look of that game so the much. The look is so good. I, it's honestly such a shame there aren't as many like small spin-off games just trying to do their own thing, like the way the handheld era had. Yep. Like there were so many things around yeah. the advanced games or even DS that were like weird and not quite Sonic, but I would love to see more of that. <laughs> Yeah, to me, uh, it's such a shame oh, that they that they took um, uh, Dimps, the studio that did like the handheld games and stuff like that, and just had them do handheld ports of console games instead of like original handheld ones, mm. oh, like the generations sucks. port yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like Dimps colors, started yeah. with yeah, Dimps started with the uh, advanced games, and then they didn't do Battle. That was Sonic Team directly. But Dimps also did Rush and stuff like that. And then around a game um, that arguably changed the face of Sonic with the introduction yeah. of the boost. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. That game and then <laughs> it's, 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 it's it great. rocks. Yeah, uh, I finished Sonic Rush Adventure recently and had a pretty good time with that. But um, yeah, like they, they they did the the console or the PlayStation 2 and Wii port of Sonic Unleashed. And then after that, they just did. Uh, 3DS ports for like Sonic Colors and Sonic Lost World and it's like man you guys could like done something really cool and original instead of mm. just having them do direct yeah ports. I think it's yeah. you know that, that, that's a mark of games in general like Mario was like that they had those Game Boy Advance games where you were like you like fight inside Bowser or something like that uh, I'm oh, trying to Bowser's remember Inside name. Story yeah yeah that one yeah uh, I haven't played that wait, but so I know the inside uh, Bowser yes. oh yeah so it's yeah. like a Vor it's, situation <laughs> it's part of the uh, Mario and Luigi RPG series. Yeah, ah. that's what it was. The, the Mario and Luigi RPG, like like the, like those are weird, not very Mario games, <laughs> and those aren't around anymore. Like no, now, it's the yeah. just the main down. line. Yeah, well, that too. But like in general, like the in in the age of like the IP wars, as uh, as stupid as is, is to say those <laughs> words out loud, uh, is that like the 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 brand must stay strong so you can only do mainline games. Yeah. Like, Boom was the last time that Sega was probably going to try anything crazy like that. Yeah, that sounds about right. I'm like just kind of like <sighs> mentally thinking through it. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, where were we? I, shadow, I guess we should yes. just get into Shadow now. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so I think tell tell us like first like what like what you what your presentation was. I think that's a good place <laughs> sure. to start. Um, yeah. So the presentation was like me just trying to pinpoint like what is Shadow's morality alignment like on the classic like D and D uh, alignment yes. chart. Um, and the the slide that I think is the funniest in it, and the reason why people like that tweet is there's uh, a slide of Shadow like in his little clone tank. And then the title is John Locke's Tabula Rasa. And there's like a big picture of John Locke <laughs> where basically I was saying like, Shadow is a blank slate uh, in most of his games. Like he basically is a blank slate in Sonic Adventure 2. He's had like two experiences that went poorly. And then um, he surrounds himself with like villains so obviously he's like it's not a great influence and so he does bad things um and then later when he's hanging out with sonic and friends a little bit more or like he takes his time to learn about rouge a little bit more uh and like you know save her and like realize what compassion is to other people outside of maria um then like the situation changes he goes from like bad to good and similarly in shadow of the hedgehog obviously that entire game is based on the idea of like uh Shadow's morality is malleable. Like, 
if you hang out with Sonic and friends, you'll, you know, save the world and kill Black Doom and blah, blah, blah. If you, uh, you know, listen to Daddy Black Doom, you'll do bad <laughs> shit. You can also just uh, do true neutral and, like, get all the emeralds and get power for yourself. Um, and I think, like, oh, and also in, like, Sonic Heroes, he uh, realizes he's a clone and he's just trying to, like, navigate the world. Like, they kind of repeat the same story of, like, Shadow's trying to figure out who he is and his purpose kind of three times. Uh, yeah, I think and, when we when we talked about this before, like that, it, it, they do repeat it, but they 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 have gotten mileage out of it, it uh, the first couple of times. Like <laughs> it, it, it wasn't without something unique to come out of it, even if they were retreading. Who am I? You know. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so like, yeah, the presentation was just like me trying to figure out his alignment. I eventually concluded he's uh, chaotic neutral. Where like I spent the entire time proving he's neutral just because he could go. Like. So you're saying he's bad. chaos control. <laughs> Yeah, basically. Well, I said that he's not chaotic <laughs> because he drives a motorcycle and shoots guns, and that's fucking chaotic. Um, in all honesty, I've like done so many more crazy little PowerPoints since then. I think all of those are way better than that original one, but I uh, it still holds a soft spot in my heart. Um, but yeah, Shadow's no, yeah, an interesting character. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a great like that's a really fun way to look at. Like, I I love applying like you know people have done like the same with like Shrek or something where it's like. It, 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 this character who you know means a lot to you but you you have accepted that like outside of the circle of fandom that it might be a bit of like oh you like shadow you know kind of thing <laughs> like and then but applying like deep like uh moral thematic analysis to something <laughs> like that is so much fun <laughs> oh absolutely uh, and it's, yeah it's basically like my journalism career as well so like <laughs> Yeah, no, it's like my favorite fucking formula in the world. It's just like, here's a video game concept. Let's apply some kind of like moral philosophy theory to this and see how it mixes. Um, yeah, so I will say like since then, I think my take on Shadow has grown a little bit. And I think he's like, like I see more of the compassion in him. Um, and that kind of comes from portrayals in like the IDW series and maybe my own headcanons, I guess. But just like really thinking about a character, like, if you break this character down, this is someone who, like, only knew one person, had one friend, saw them die in front of him, and now he's trying to figure out, like, well, how do I have relationships to other characters? And that's going to look different than the way Sonic is friends with people or Tails is friends with people. And even though he's, like, friends with uh, Omega and Rouge, um, it just, it looks different, and the way you see him get to the right uh, solution to fighting a bad guy like it takes a little longer and it'll look a little different than how Sonic does it and I think the IDW comics do a good job at capturing that um, but yeah I think I think he's like really interesting it's like you think about like how would like a chaotic neutral fucked up little guy react to a situation and then you think about like well he has grown um, since then how would like new shadow who's learning to be more compassionate um, and be more kind, like, how would he react to it? And you kind of split the difference. Uh, because it's not, like, the first instinct. Like, you have to always work to get that growth, because it's um, just because of his past and all of that. But Yeah, I, I, I had never thought about the whole, like, he had one friend and then saw her <laughs> die part. Like, that's that's such an interesting takeaway to, like, really pick apart, because he was never, like, he wasn't ever really a bad guy. He was just, like... Well, what the fuck do I do now? Yeah. Uh, okay, here's somebody offering me uh, a job. At least that's a purpose. Uh, and it's, you know, it's Dr. Yeah. Eggman, of course. But yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I'll be real. If my one friend in the world died in front of me or was killed in front of me, I'd be probably pretty fucked up too. Oh, am I <laughs> yeah, like to ready to let say- the world burn? Yeah, like. <laughs> um, yeah. So like, uh, this character who's overcoming like a lifetime of isolation and not really, he doesn't really know how to form connections in the same way the Sonic cast does. Um, I think the reason I like the IDW portrayals, I don't know if you guys remember, there was like Twitter discourse about this forever ago when they had like a couple preview about pages. Sonic? I don't know uh, about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was like when uh, Shadow was chasing after Dr. Starline and basically there's a choice of like, either like I think there's an avalanche headed towards town and Sonic's yeah. like, hey Shadow, come help me save the people. And Shadow's like, no, I'm gonna take care of Dr. Starline, the bad guy. And they're both trying to do the right thing. It's just that their interpretations of how to save the most people uh, is different. And it makes sense that Shadows is like a little bit more impulsive, maybe a little bit more violent, but like, it's cool to have a character who is a foil to Sonic, who like is trying to help, is trying to save the day, but that looks different and it's interpreted differently. Uh, Michelle, oh, have, you, yeah. have you seen the, um, the little short stories that the Japanese Sonic Channel website has been doing each month this year? <gasps> No, I've seen... Okay, I'll send you a link. Please do. I think... Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I feel like I've seen, like, um, some art pieces from the Japanese Sonic... Wait, the the channel or the Twitter? The channel. Oh, yeah. I feel like I saw... I've seen a picture, like, a drawing of Shadow and Maria, like, looking up at the stars or something, and I didn't know if that's what you meant. Um, Um, Sort of. The, The official Japanese website, for every month this year, they've been doing these little short stories with a piece of art by uh, Uekawa. And Mm -hmm. uh, I think in June, they did one with Sonic and Shadow. And, like, each short story, they're written in Japanese, but then fans translate them into English. Um, Each short story is Sonic and one of his friends trying to find, like, a Chaos Emerald or something like that. So, like, Mm. there was Tails and Knuckles. The Shadow one was really interesting because it's Sonic in um, uh, whatever the city is in the beginning of Shadow the Hedgehog. And he goes there to see um, a specific, like, celestial event that's happening. And he finds Shadow Mm. fighting a bunch of... um, uh, uh, gun Not gun robots, but just a bunch of different robots. And Shadow's like... Uh, there are, there's a scientist here who has taken uh, Eggman tech and is experimenting on it, and I think it's they're making weapons of mass destruction, so I'm going to go stop it. And Sonic's like, yeah, I'll tag along. And <laughs> after, after each story, they have a little blurb about um, the character's relationship to Sonic. So the Shadow huh. one, I want to read aloud. It's really interesting. <gasps> wow, yeah, I'm go for super it. hyped. Yes. Okay. Uh, this is on, this is actually they they took it and put it on the uh, Sonic News Network article about Shadow, but mm-hmm. um, this is the best translation. Uh, if there is one thing that can be said about Shadow and Sonic is that they are the rare ones who can get up close and personal with each other. Because of the high performance of both Shadow and Sonic in terms of their physical abilities and their thoughts, there are not many who can keep up with them. Also, there are fewer still of the ones who, despite their rejection, are able to persist, to offer opinions, to meddle or stand in their way and stop each other like those two can. So, like, nobody can really match Mm -hmm. Sonic and Shadow and their ability to, like, work with each other or work against each other. And there's more. Um, In fact, Sonic is the only person who can get so up close and personal with Shadow as he can say something to him that can reach his heart, although often it does not. Uh, In a sense, (laughs) Sonic's kind of presence is troublesome to Shadow, but it is also one of the most important ones. 
However, while Sonic is receptive to hearing things that strike a little close to home, from Shadow's point of view, Sonic is a real pain. Regardless of much of an impact they have on each other, the two of them both share the philosophy of following their heart's desires, which make them collide with each other, cross paths with each other, and sometimes divide into friend and foe. God, I love, I love how that. much. Yeah. yeah, I love that so much. <laughs> but I also love how, like, Sonic games kind of don't let the characters be much of characters recently. No. Which 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 means that, like, the, the, the characters themselves feel a lot like, uh, you know, OCs where like absolutely here's just a drawing that somebody might scroll through through Twitter but the person who made that has like I think like 30 thoughts a minute about (laughs) the deep like thematic depth of this character like (laughs) the the person who wrote these um, each of these short stories in these blurbs um, is the guy who was the head of the Japanese story for Sonic Forces. And apparently the the uh, a, a good amount of people apparently think that Shadow's portrayal in Sonic Forces is like one of the better ones of the past decade because he's not just like a, an angry edgelord, but he's like legitimately trying to investigate these uh, circumstances like before Infinite shows up. Yeah, I, I, I like that, too. That's another thing, like, when, when mm. we were talking about, like, after when he goes after Dr. Starline uh, or yeah. he wants to go after Dr. Starline instead of uh, save the avalanche, is that, like, it, it, first of all, that's a brilliant situation to put someone like Shadow in where it's like there's yeah. two ways to save people, technically, uh, and he's not necessarily thinking about the people. he He's thinking about the, 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 the like, the acting part, kind of. Um, and, and second, that is, like really interesting uh or it's really interesting that shadow uh prefers to kind of go almost the detective route he's more of a detective than the chaotic (laughs) kind of uh, where he would rather go after the source of something or at the very least like he doesn't want anybody to get hurt doing the the more dangerous version of saving people so he goes and does it on his own and usually ruse is there to be like look i will be there for you i can take care of myself Mm -hmm. i it's what happened to Maria isn't going to happen to me. Like, and I think that's what it is, is that shadow wants to go alone so that he doesn't lose anybody. Yeah. Shadow. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, I have like 500 thoughts on like everything that was said in the past five minutes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) some of them. Um, yeah, I think it's super interesting because like you can absolutely see why shadow would be like, well, if I let Dr. Starline go, he's going to continue to like, wreak havoc and cause like pain like other places there's nothing preventing him from starting an avalanche somewhere else so like absolutely makes sense from shadow's perspective i do remember the twitter discourse at the time was like they released like maybe like uh like a two page excerpt of it and i think uh sonic was like hey shadow help me out and shadow was like no i'm strong enough to deal with this it, it sounded like it was a during the shallow. uh yeah, it yeah. was during the um, the Zombots where Shadow was uh, trying to fight some of them off, and uh, Sonic was or Sonic or Rouge were yelling at them like, uh, "Don't touch them!" And Shadow goes like, "You can't tell me what to do." And then that's that how he it, gets yeah. infected. <laughs> um, yeah, First of all, like, <laughs> like out, out of context, I do like the idea. Of, out of context, I do like the idea of Shadow being like. Uh, be like, watch this, and then falling yeah. flat on his face. Like, <laughs> Shadow like, would uh, have a great TikTok. Anyways, oh, absolutely, yeah. Uh, but uh, also, like, I, I, that that makes sense. Like, 
he he's not great at like kind of expressing his emotions. So he might say, don't tell me what to do when what he really means is I got this leave. I will martyr myself because I would rather martyr myself than let anybody I know and care about, even if it's the smallest bit, Mm -hmm. get hurt. Yeah, I think honestly you hit the nail on the head with what you were saying about how these characters are kind of like OCs based on like the way they are in the actual games. Um, Because Shadow, okay, he needs therapy, but like obviously (laughs) the way he like interacts with people, the way he like um, expresses his thoughts and feelings is not super direct. And it does take like someone to look at like the entirety of his growth and like his portrayal in the different games to kind of come to this understanding of his character, which I do think uh, that excerpt that Christian read, like that sounded right to me. Like Shadow's very, very capable and it's really interesting to watch him react to things. And like he and Sonic are are kind of like on the same level, which makes him compelling. Um, Oh, also one more thing I wanted to say about that excerpt you read, Christian, uh, Mm -hmm. was um, I think it totally captured why Shadow is so exciting to fight against. I think Shadow and Metal Sonic are infinitely more exciting to me than fighting against an Eggman bot. Because there's like an element of like... Oh, yeah, of course. You are like on the same level, you are on the same well, side. Well, they feel like it's mercenaries one-on-one. a little bit too because yeah. they're they're not necessarily a programmed robot. Well, I mean, Metal Sonic is yes, but they're <laughs> not necessarily just a mindless like swarm member. They're not just there to uh, attack and if they explode, nobody gives a shit. It's like... Yeah, this Eggman is, will always fly away in his little... Y- Hovercopter. Exactly. Yeah. Like, like Shadow had like a a reason. You know, maybe it's it's not money, but it ha- it still <laughs> feels like a mercenary type situation where mm-hmm. he had a reason to pay, like team with Doctor Eggman because Eggman was giving him some sort of purpose after he was completely alone and didn't know what to do with himself. Uh, and then Metal Sonic, like, yeah, he was built with specific programming to want to seek out Sonic, better him, and become the new Sonic, more or less. So, like. Uh, or just be be as Sonic as he could possibly be, right? Mm-hmm. So that makes him different than all the other programming and all the other egg mm-hmm. robots. And again, it makes it feel like these guys are kind of sticking with Eggman, but not necessarily one of his drones. There's yeah, a moment... I, oh, please go, oh, go ahead. ahead. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a moment in the IDW comics where Shadow is fighting Metal Sonic, and that was something you still have never seen in the game. So when I was reading that, I was like, holy shit, this is happening. (laughs) I would love to have that in the games. Um, Yeah. I, I think there's something like there's an element of like when you're fighting against an Eggman boss and a big old robot, uh, you know, he's going to fly away like at the end and it'll be fine because it's always like that. Uh, When you're fighting against shadow or metal Sonic, the stakes are higher because either metal Sonic will break or like, will fall into, what, lava in the Sonic Ova or something like that. Um, (laughs) Or Shadow will, like, die. Um, Whatever. But, like, there's this element of mortality which makes the stakes feel higher. And because they're, like, so evenly matched, like, both of them are basically, like, clones of Sonic in their own way. Um, Yeah. It's it's just more exciting, more interesting. Uh, So, yeah, having this, like, Sonic clone who uh, doesn't... I guess like he just 
it's like a complete and total foil to Sonic. And I think they just capture it really well. And that's what I really liked in that excerpt. Like, yes, that yeah. is why he's exciting. <laughs> and they do it without like, because a lot of times when the characters are foiled, they're the antagonist. And yes, he's the antagonist uh, for a small bit in <laughs> Sonic Adventure 2. It's actually very quickly that you realize like, oh, he's not a bad guy. Uh, <laughs> but um, the, the foil who is a rival and like yeah. uh, uh, a comrade is way more interesting than uh, one who is the bad guy. He's like, yeah, of course the bad guy is going to be opposite to the good guy. So it, it provides a lot more like situations. Again, the kind of the Goku Vegeta type situation <laughs> where it's like, yeah, Vegeta used to kill people, but he also just kind of likes hanging out with Goku sometimes. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I think, I mean, I love Shadow and Tails probably the most. Um, and I think they probably have the most pronounced growth arcs of the yes. side characters. Yeah, I think... Amy also has, like, some really great stuff, especially in IDW. Um, mm -hmm. Like, I love IDW Amy so much. I um, love all of the characters in IDW. I think they're, like, <laughs> they're honestly really the best versions of it. Like, and if they ever do, like, a new Sonic animated series, I know they're doing Prime, uh, mm -hmm. but if they ever do anything, like, based on the comics, like, they gotta go with everything in the IDW stuff. Like, it's, yeah. it's just the perfect, really like, strong. elevation of every character. Oh, and the art is so delightful. Um, oh my god, yes. <laughs> but yeah, so like, uh, I guess I'm just like drawn to characters who uh, I can watch grow and it's not as static. And uh, these characters are usually like, there's still stuff to learn. Like Shadow is still learning how to uh, communicate in like a way that's receptive uh, to his friends. Uh, he's learning, I guess, how to see things the same way Shadow and friends do. Because usually the way it is, is like Shadow will react the way he thinks is right. And then later Sonic and friends were like, uh, hey, why did you do that? We were doing this. Here's why we were doing this. And he'd be like, oh, I guess that makes sense. Um, yeah. And then they might. Yeah, team he's up. still <laughs> learning, but it doesn't it doesn't like kind of, uh, I guess, make him seem like a child. It makes him seem yeah. like a human. I mean, he's a hedgehog. Again, he needs he, therapy, like a person. And then he'll yeah. Be great. yeah. <laughs> yes. I, uh, like, I, I do. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I like the moment in that uh, the arc that the whole Starline incident is in, mm -hmm. where they're tr uh, Rouge and them are trying to get parts to help rebuild Omega, and Shadow's just not interested. And then you find out Shadow is there because he's trying to investigate these captured and abused Chow and try to rescue them. It's very yeah. sweet. Yeah. Yeah. She's compassionate. I know. Yeah. Like, I made that presentation years ago and I was like, he's neutral. I think now, like, uh, I think that neutrality comes from a place of analyzing, like, um, Sonic Adventure 2, Sonic Heroes, and Shadow the Hedgehog, where, like, uh, for the most part, he's either a blank slate or the purpose of the game is to make him, like, like he is a canvas for the player to project whatever morality they want onto Shadow. Mm. Um, but, yeah, in, like, future iterations of game, like, the of his like appearances, I think uh, he is just really compassionate and it's, it's very sweet to, to see how that's expressed, even if it's not the way you would expect it to be. Well, I Did have a you... question about, uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, uh, sorry, real quick. I have a question about Shadow's morality for you. So mm -hmm, in, mm -hmm. in the Chow Gardens in yes. Sonic Adventure 2, mm -hmm. if oh, you are, if you, <laughs> I know where you're going. if you are playing as a hero character mm -hmm. and throw the Chow around, that's how you turn them into an evil one. Mm -hmm. And if you are playing as a good, or sorry, as an evil, as a, as one of the dark characters mm -hmm. and you pet them, that's how they turn bad. Mm -hmm. Or you can throw them and I think they turn good. Mm -hmm. What does that say about Shadow's morality if he throws something and they become a, a, a good guy or if he pets them and they become a bad guy? <laughs> um, let me tackle that in a little bit of a different way. What if we think about it like 
Shadow pets a chow, it turns uh, dark, but it's just doing that because it wants to match with Shadow's fur color. It wants to grow up to be just like it's him. It's the cycle of abuse. <laughs> <No>. and it's, <laughs> it's, it's looking up to Shadow, this little yeah. chow, um, yeah. and it's like, wow, this this little it's about parent mirroring. Has, yeah, it's about mirroring. He's <laughs> black fur, I want to do that too. Um, Thank you for giving a legitimate answer to my shit say, post no, of the question. It, it only works uh, one of the ways. I was like coming up with that, and then I was like, wait, then you brought up that you can throw it and then it turns good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know what? He's inspiring the chow to fly high. And he's also he in self. a. He's in a bad space in that game, man. That's true. It's, it's rough, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> you just threw a chow. I'm just not, I'm sorry. He's in, he's I'm in, in a, a bad, bad space, space right now, man. Again, he's had one friend. I don't think he knows how to interact with, like, anything, really. Like, I guess there were, um, I guess, was it members of Gun or was it, like, the private facility Robotnik was funding? Like, whatever it was, I guess, before Gun raided. Um, those scientists were out and about, but... Um, I just don't think he was socialized. Like now that I have, I recently adopted a dog and I like learned all this stuff about making sure the dog is like socialized with other dogs. I'm like, yeah, Shadow isn't socialized yet. Like he doesn't really know <laughs> how to be around other people. <laughs> Shadow is a rescue who has been he is hurt. A rescue. You have to take uh, him in. And you have to take him to the dog park to make sure he interacts <laughs> with other hedgehogs and... <laughs> Kind of, yeah. <laughs> if we if we if Makes we started sense. doing like alternate uh, uh, like um, art for each episode, I would need a picture of Shadow being walked <laughs> like a dog. <laughs> you know what? I bet you that's already on the internet. Well, yeah, well, yeah, but for different reasons. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you might just need to blow uh, some pieces out. Uh, and Kristen, I'll let you talk really quick. I, I have one more thing I want to talk about. Uh, it's that uh, it goes back to the Shonen thing where it's like uh, people tend to like find Vegeta more interesting because he has like an arc that he goes through and he becomes a better person uh, and less so because Goku be, doesn't go through an arc. But that's mm -hmm. like they serve different things. Goku's a positive flat character arc where his role is not to change for the better. It's to change the world around him for the better. And that's, again, that's the mm -hmm. Sonic comparison mm -hmm. there yeah. because Sonic is the shown protagonist who just, he, he, he go, he, he runs through and he makes the world a better place. And it's not just rescuing people or fighting the bad guys. He literally extends a hand out to shadow. Like, Hey, mm -hmm. look, you seem like you're hurt. Let's work through this and maybe we can be friends, you know, like Bro, let's talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shonen protagonists are all the therapy shadow needs. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, I agree. I think, and that makes it um, just really sweet and meaningful. Um, my main experience with like shonen anime is like right now I've been reading through One Piece for the first time, and it's like hey. those, those brief, yeah. yeah, it's ooh, it's it's been fun. Um, those brief moments where like Luffy shows like deep compassion and understanding, because uh, usually he's just kind of like a little airhead. Um, those yeah. like hit so much harder. It's like he is making the crew better and bringing everyone together. And that is what Sonic does as well. Um, yeah. But I think Christian um, wanted to say something, maybe. Yes, I was going to yeah. just, yeah. Uh, uh, Michelle, did you watch any of the, or I guess listen to any of the mm. Twitter takeover from like a week or yes. two ago? Yeah. Shadow? Oh I was going to talk about that. Ian yeah. did yeah. such a good job with him. <laughs> yeah, okay. So we were trying to figure that out. Because I, I, I saw Ian had like uh, had been credited uh, by mm -hmm. one of the people. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, wait, did Ian like write jokes for this because I know yeah. how much he loves like making people laugh and like that's uh, I, I believe it was he was on um, creative block talking about like the reason why he got into drawing is because it's like a way to make people laugh because mm -hmm. he likes making people laugh so I love Ian I, yeah I, I didn't know that he had like actually been like recruited for that and that's fucking awesome hell yeah <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> he uh, asked me for like 
test prompts the day before and I sent him a bunch. Um, and some of them I think- Oh my God, that's so cool. <laughs> like asked by someone, though mm, he, didn't ask, uh, he didn't answer the one that I sent because I wanted them to acknowledge that uh, I'm a playable character in Monkey Ball when I asked them why Shadow isn't in Monkey Ball, but that's fine. <laughs> okay, now no, I was gonna really... say, I was gonna say congrats on your appearance in Monkey Ball. <laughs> Thank you so much, I'd love to be okay. a part of the Sega family. Yes? Okay, okay, you, like, okay, because first of all, because first of all, first of all, Chris Pratt is Mario. My, my, my reality gauge is completely fucked right now. You have to tell me if this is real or not. I mean, you can find out October 5th. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> or um, October 1st if you pre-order. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, I'll, 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 I'll give you an dog answer the off the air. You? <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Um, but really quick, going back to the Twitter takeover. Yeah, I think Ian did such a good job with Shadow. It, it was like, yes. I think Ian and Katie and Justin were writing. Um, that makes sense. But well, it's like I, I don't want to make the the, the you know the, the umbrella statement that give uh, th like give the thing to the fans because the fans know how to do it best. But like Sonic is one of those cases where like a huge sweeping majority of the fans kind of know what the, works best for a lot of the characters. Like at the very least, they know like they 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 like the stuff that uh that other people have kind of deemed as like yeah no this would be the best interpretation for the character like i think i think given the choice a lot of fans would choose a good direction for the character like ian included obviously the thing with um yeah shadow is interesting you absolutely can get comedy out of that character like 100 percent uh it's just that well, usually... he's kind of like uh, Todoroki in uh, My Hero Academia, where he's just a little bit like doesn't know much about the world outside, you know. So yeah, yeah. It's um, I think the mistake a lot of Sonic games have made is like trying to make him like edgy, funny. Yeah. And uh, I was listening to the Infinite theme the other day and like listening to the lyrics, <laughs> and I was like, I think these lyrics are what they tried to make Shadow. Absolutely. Be for like a long time of just like yeah. I'm the darkest of days of just like whatever he's saying, um, but really like the the comedy you get with Shadow is like he's very serious and that's like kind of funny if he's serious about the wrong things or yeah like he doesn't know um, I'm trying to think of an example but like if everyone knows like a popular like song in pop culture and Shadow doesn't know it that's funny it's also funny if no one knows it and then Shadow is talking about call me maybe or something like yeah <laughs> uh, you can do a lot of fun things with this character is usually too serious where you can go either he's serious in a funny situation or he everyone else is serious and like Shadow is the one person who like knows about this thing that he shouldn't know yeah um, he should he's funny as not necessarily a social outsider but a social beginner yeah um, yeah. And when he eats fistfuls of coffee beans. <laughs> <laughs> there's a honest, moment in uh, there's a moment in Sonic uh, Sonic and Tails R, the radio drama that I really like, mm -hmm. where um, uh, it's the episode with Shadow in it, and um, Sonic brings up chaos for some reason, and Shadow's like, "What's chaos?" And uh, <laughs> or, or no, they mention. Um, the egg carrier. Sonic mentions the egg carrier. Okay. Shadow's like, what's the egg carrier? And Shadow's like, or Sonic's like, oh, when we fought um, Chaos. He's like, what's Chaos? And he's like, oh, <laughs> uh, you know the big lizard we fought on the arc? Just imagine that, but it's made of water. And there's a pause, and Shadow just goes, anyway, and just continues yeah. the conversation. <laughs> like, that stuff's really good. Or just like, I, he doesn't know what to say, so he's just like, uh, yeah, okay. exactly. <laughs> he just I do love those. It. I love those jokes where it's like reminding like, oh, 
the the viewer, the player, whatever, like knows all of these characters, but like here's a character who was like not in the same scenes like this yeah, entire and, time. Yeah. <laughs> like my, my brain went to him explaining that to Ruse and be like, did you know about this? And Ruse would be like, what the fuck are you talking about, Shadow? Are you high? Like <laughs> Uh, it, but also, to be fair, if, if if a talking blue hedgehog came up to you and said he had fought an ancient god, uh, w- would would you also probably not want to talk to him? Like, <laughs> well, it is the first talking blue hedgehog I've met in my life. Well, it's true, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I would uh, I think I would inquire for a little bit more conversation. Um, yeah. but. Oh, what were we talking about? Uh, Sonic Shadow. entails art. <laughs> yeah, Shadow, uh, radio drama. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, Shadow's a great character. Honestly, you can do so much with him. You have like a lot of comedy you could get with him um, as long as it's not like, it shouldn't be about making fun of the character. Like it's it's all like in good fun and like everyone's on the same page and they are friends. Um, yeah, there, I don't there's like one where like, you- you're too edgy you, and like all of that. But. Yeah, there's a difference between making fun, which is you're making up shit for like, to, to be it funny makes about the character as a character yeah. yeah versus poking fun where it's like here's yeah. this this sheet of paper that is the character and there are little bits of like you know there, there are punctures and if you poke through those punctures you know you're getting some jokes out of it without actually like doing anything to break the character um that's a yeah, weird definitely. metaphor i'm sorry <laughs> i have an english degree it's it it, it doesn't serve me well uh <laughs> No, uh, I think I, I'm getting it. Yes, sorry. Michelle, you bringing <laughs> yes. up the Infinite theme song also <laughs> reminded me. Um, I feel like Infinite is set up to be a much better villain for Shadow than Sonic. Mm. It just makes a lot more sense to me that, like, yeah, he would be mad at Shadow for beating the hell out of him and, like, <laughs> insulting him, but instead he takes it all out on Sonic instead of, mm. like... But there's also, I like the idea of um, uh, uh, a villain who can, like, sort of mess with your reality going up against a character who, like, had a very tragic past and still is trying to learn who they are. Yeah, you can get yeah. a really good, like, Mysterio-styled sequence. I was about to say, that's yeah. exactly yeah. the vibes I was getting. I will say, like, I played Sonic Forces forever ago. I feel like I blacked that game out. Um, it was like so uh, not super memorable but like Infinite yeah he is an interesting villain and I think he was probably like not used super great Um, because like a villain who's super power hungry is interesting especially when you try to like poke at like well what are you going to do when you have this power and like kind of question it a little bit more Um, I think he and Shadow would be very interesting to like properly pair together Um, especially because like now that Shadow is good um, giving him something specific to fight for rather than these, like, small little quests of save the Chows and, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I think that is interesting. Though, I think there's also room to grow with, like, Shadow and Eggman. Like, you can reference the fact that, like, they used to work together a little bit yeah. more. I think that's an interesting um, situation to pry into a bit because I don't think they really dig into it past Adventure 2 that much. Yeah, I think, I think that... I'm trying to remember the examples I, I, I'm I like picturing from this, but I feel like there have been times where, be it in the comics or some of the games, where Shadow seems to have a bit more sympathy towards Dr. Eggman to the extent of... Or, or was he the one trying to like kill Mr. He was Tinker? Trying to kill, he was trying to kill Mr. Tinker. Yeah. Okay, but, but, but I also think that there there has been an instance where he has some sympathy because he was closer to him than anybody else and kind of knew that, like, mm. hey... 
he's just kind of ambitious and maybe like a little bit broken like he is too. Um, and may- maybe I'm just projecting what I want to see in the character, but I, f- I feel like there's an example of that where he has a bit more empathy towards him. Yeah, honestly, there's so much you could do with this character, and I really hope we get to see more of that in any game uh, made by uh, Sonic in general, not necessarily yeah. Sonic Team. Uh, but... Yeah, I don't know. This character has so much room for more growth and exploration while still being, like, very cool. He's, like, a very powerful character. Again, like, that excerpt Kristen shared, I think, like, hit the nail on the head. Like, he and Sonic are so capable. um, And they just choose to interpret situations differently. They choose to apply their powers differently. And so you can dig into that a little bit more and also explore more of the relationships between, like, him and, like, other unlikely pairings, like... What would happen if you threw Shadow and Green on a like a mission together? And stuff <laughs> yeah, like that's that. something that needs to happen in general more often. Is characters that uh, are not always paired, like you know, they 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 tend to pair their Sonic uh, heroes teams together. Mostly is like like Biggle protect mm-hmm. uh, you know the 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 younger characters uh, and, and all and like Cream and uh, Amy and like they'll stick Froggy. Team Dark together. <laughs> like it, and, and those are great. I love those 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 team ups and those interactions. But like you said, like. Well, how would Shadow react to Cream, who is a very, uh, you know, compassionate and caring and not afraid to show it character? And Shadow probably doesn't do very well with, like, affection from people who uh, who he's helping. Right. Like, like, yeah. you know, if, if he saved a puppy and the puppy started looking him in the face, he would be like, ah, nah, get it away. <laughs> like, he, he's There's... that kind of person where, like, he doesn't do well with the affection and putting him with Cream would be the ultimate test of that. It's honestly like I'm thinking about it now and I'm realizing it would probably be very similar to Sonic Rush's story where like Blaze kind of has oh, similar yeah. reactions that she's like yeah. kind of understanding like what is friendship? Like what does this kid want from me? Um, while Cream is just like very insistent like, oh no, we're best friends. Come meet my mom. Like let's hang out with <laughs> yeah. <by> Sonic. <laughs> Um, like I think that would I be never very thought similar. About that that um, like, like that like Cream is not only a character who would be like we're best friends. Come meet my mom, but is also the only character to have a mom. Yeah. For, like that you can actually meet. Like <laughs> <laughs> that is actually very. Oh funny. my god! Um, I like um I I think a team up that out two team ups I'd like to see more is Shadow and Tails. Um, because I feel like Tails mm. like. Uh, uh, Matt Brawley brought this up when we talked about Sonic Colors is that Tails has known Sonic long enough where he like is sort of knows how Sonic works and like knows how Mm -hmm. like exactly how to deal with a lot of Sonic's antics. I feel like Tails might be able to do that with Shadow as well. Um, Mm. And I would like to see uh, Shadow and Silver more because I think like Silver is pretty (laughs) much almost as like determined and serious as Shadow is, but is very much more bumbly about it. Yeah, he's a little dorky, which is kind of sweet. Um, yeah, I like Silver I think a lot. what you're saying, too, is, like, uh, going back to that, like, Tails wouldn't know how to deal with Shadow in the same way he knows how to deal with Sonic, is that, like, again, they're they're a foil. They're not necessarily crazy different. They have a few key differences. Meaning, like, to specifically uh, what I want to bring up is that Shadow and Sonic are both like men of action. They see the action they can take to <laughs> yeah. do something good and they take it. What they see and what they think is the best action is obviously different. That's mm-hmm. what we talked about mm-hmm. before. But it, it, Tails would also know how to be like, okay, Shadow ran off and did the thing. I know how to support him or I know how to do the other thing. Yeah, Tails usually like is the kind of person who would like a plan. Uh, but that being said, if they don't have one, uh, he still like shows like 
he's very brave for like still well, yeah. running into and battle I, I like really that. About, get to talk about Tails for a, for, for a second, <laughs> that's something I really like about him because he's you know he's an engineer and a mechanic and uh, a smart guy. So like somebody who know is an engineer knows how to like suddenly go with the flow. Like it, like yeah, there are things that you can plan for, but when you can't plan mm-hmm. for something, you have to be able to suddenly like fix it on the fly and and calculate on the fly. So uh, yeah. pun definitely intended. Uh, <laughs> uh, so so yeah, sorry. A quick quick tales side there. No, um, I love tales. He's basically the reason I became an engineer. But you're totally right. Like engineering is just like problem solving. <laughs> Oh, oh my god! I wish. I mean, I wasn't smart enough to like do mechanical engineering like Tails because fuck math. Uh, I do computer science, which the computer should do the math for me. Uh, is my take on that? Yeah, like, you're gonna. It's, isn't that the equivalent of saying like I don't want to build a machine to do something for me, so I'm gonna build a machine to do the thing for me? Well, I don't want to measure like nuts and bolts and understand oh, like I the gotcha, threshold gotcha. of like things to make this machine work. Uh, as Fuck much math, as, anyway, my job is math. Uh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> just not a fan of math. But um, I love coding and problem solving in that way. And I think, like, you're totally right. Like, Tails having that engineer background is just, like, him being able to analyze a situation, try to figure out the right way in. And, like, he doesn't always have enough time to do that, and he will, like, do his best in those scenarios. Yeah. Um, but it's, it, it's cool. It's much more mechanical than the way... Sonic might just rush in and be like, yeah, I'm strong. I can just, like, fight this guy. Like, turn yeah, into a ball exactly. and jump. Like, let's go. Um, which, yeah, I mean, oh, God, I love Sonic so much. Like, the series, the franchise, the characters. Um, it's fun to get so many different perspectives all at once. And, yeah, I think you're right. That would be a great pairing. Ooh, I hope we get good Sonic content like that. Sometimes soon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm glad that the comics um, are yeah. unafraid to be, like... Like one of the issues with the with the artsy series uh, it, it, at both at both its like highest and lowest points is that sometimes the world was so big that you didn't get the chance to really appreciate like character interactions because sometimes the usuals would be paired together just for the sake of progressing the plot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in IDW, they're like very aware that like, hey, these characters don't interact. And yeah. in this specific situation, in this specific uh, villain fight, in this specific, you know, perilous natural disaster or whatever they're dealing with. Right these two characters would probably be the most interesting to work off each other. So let's do that. And there seems to be a lot less obstacles in their way uh, of trying new things when it comes to uh, character dynamics. Yeah, definitely. Um, Like I know there's still like all of these brand restrictions of what characters should and shouldn't look like and should and shouldn't say or whatever. But uh, it it does seem like they have like way more freedom than we've been at least seeing in the main games or like other Sonic they're, they're, they're allowing them a lot of freedom in how they elevate the characters as long yeah. as they don't change them. Yeah. 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 Comics are good. I love them. Like, <laughs> I, I love the IDW comics. So I, I, I might reread them now because I've been thinking about like all the stuff like I, uh, I don't remember about them, but I still love. Yeah. yeah. I go back and reread them that. every couple months. They're just so good. I hell yeah. I feel like I got to like issue 38 or something. I know that I had an issue because I used the IDW app to read them and uh, it just broke. It like stopped letting me buy new issues. So then oh, I, no. like, <laughs> I, I know like I could like go to like any other comic reader app. I just have been lazy. Uh, but <laughs> everything I've yeah. like read from it, it's like always like really exciting. The art is great. Uh, the 30th anniversary uh, special one, phenomenal. Like I, well, the first and last stories, really enjoyed them. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> 
Um, so yeah. l- let me ask you some some questions. Uh, sure. First of all, what is your favorite uh, depiction of Shadow? Be it a game, or comics, like what what mm. is like your all time favorite? Uh, and I guess just for some variety, what is your like more recent favorite? Mm, okay, uh, that makes it easier. I think um, I'm taking a moment. Yeah, I'm pretty sure my favorite's like. Sonic Adventure 2, totally clouded by nostalgia and the fact that it's his first appearance, but you do get like, uh, it is a game focused on Shadow and you get a lot of- Oh, it's Shadow's story, like 100%, yeah. yeah. So like, um, I I think it's like strong in that sense. It's stronger than, in my opinion, than like his game. Um, And uh, recent, honestly, like I think IDW's, well, IDW or I'll throw, Ian, Katie, Justin, and Bo, and say the Twitter takeover shadow was good. <laughs> yeah, um, it's, it, that, that is uh, those are both valid answers. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, like like you said, like Sonic Vendor Two, like it it really it's fucking Shadow Story. Like it's not really about yeah. mi- much else besides Shadow Story. Like some stuff happens, but those are like conflicts. They're not the story. I think it's a it's a really smart progression that like he's still an antagonist in. Um, the hero and dark story. It's just in the dark story, you start to like see why he's like this, but he's not changing his actions. He's still like, you know, demanding revenge for Maria and like trying to, you know, destroy the earth, like normal things. Yeah. But I, I mean, I, I think we've <laughs> talked about this about a dozen times in our earlier episodes, but like everyone's like, oh, The Last of Us uh, Part Two, or was it Part Two? The <laughs> lets you play as the villain. I'm like, Y'all, y'all know what did that <laughs> 20 years prior, right? <laughs> the blueprint. Um, yeah. moment, I never knew about this because whenever I did, um, uh, uh, whenever I played Sonic Adventure Two and I got and I was doing the final uh, story with the final boss fight, I never heard this dialogue. But I recently found out about it. Is that like if you have the battle going on long enough, uh, you can hear Shadow talking to Sonic and he says, "Sonic, I think I found out what the true ultimate life form is. I think it's you." And I was like, "What?" <gasps> He says what? that? No. What? He does. I swear to God. I swear to God, you can look it up. He says, I think I know. I think I've discovered what the true ultimate life form is. I think it's you. So it's like they're, they're mid battle. Yeah, they're flirting. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, if I only got like a couple rings left to say this, I want yeah. you to know. <laughs> and then, like, at the like, and then after the, like, before the credits, he's like, hey, what's that in your hand? It's like, oh, nothing. And the camera zooms in on what is a piece of paper that says ultimate life form test results and it's not shadow. And he just said oh, it. Oh, come like- on. I thought you were going to say he zooms in on the ring and it's on his <laughs> ring finger. Come on. <laughs> um, also, you mentioned Last of Us Part Two the other moment. Um, I haven't played it, but I do think it's very funny that uh, Forever Girl was talking about how. In Shadow the Hedgehog, they kind of keep reusing these voice clips when you attack the gun agents. So, like, I think mm-hmm. I played it through, and I heard they got Bob. Like every time you like gun down a soldier, like so many times, <laughs> as if like all of these platoons have their own Bob. And I think that's like very similar to a mechanic they have in Last of Us Two, meant to make you feel bad. Of this, like, oh yeah, giving all of the people <laughs> names and being like, oh god, not Jared. Um, and yeah, Shadow, Shadow did that one first too. <laughs> Amazing! I throw that out. God. I remember it, playing like, Shadow the Hedgehog as a kid and hearing one of the gun soldiers go, "Mr. Yuji Naka is okay," yes. and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, thank God. <laughs> oh my God! Um, I, I, it's so funny too. Like as as much as we like joke, like it's kind of insane how much about 3D platformer Sonic Adventure One and Two changed. How much about like story games that they both changed how much about like 
the the general concept of movement in 3D platformers it changed like they are revolutionary games and kind of get swept under the rug as like oh they're great pieces of nostalgia or like oh it's the best Sonic game and then people kind of contain it in just the Sonic realm of like no if you really analyze this this kind of changed video games for the better of a couple of decades like or for the better of a decade yeah I think a big problem with that is that a lot of people look at Sonic Adventure DX which is a incredibly buggy port yes. compared to the original. The original plays very nicely. Yeah. Yeah, um, I definitely did grow up on the DX version, but uh, I accept it and its flaws. One day I'll get a Dreamcast and see what that's about. But. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so I, uh, I have another question for you. What is your favorite, like, visual appearance of Shadow? Like, what game, comic, uh, whatever, mm. like, has made him look the best? Um... As I'm thinking, I'm looking at my shelf full of Sonic uh, memorabilia. Oh, yeah, and I have it, can the, be, it can be like a shadow statue, too, if you have oh, one. Oh, I, I do images, have a yeah. very large shadow statue. I saw that one. Is that one. the $300 one? Because I think our other shadow no, okay. guests kind of got it. Um, so there's like a new one, First Four is making. That was like $500, and yeah. that was like uh, a lot. And so I just like happened to like wonder if any of the old ones were for sale so i typed in shadow the hedgehog on facebook marketplace and someone was selling theirs at the time for like this is one that's going on ebay for like a thousand dollars right now they had it at 200 and they ended up like reducing that to like 130 because there was some damage and i took it home and i just like wiped it away so the damage was not like a scratch (laughs) so now i have this like honestly i think it might be too big um, it's like insane how large this statue is. It's like larger than <laughs> Three my out of head. Ten, too big. <laughs> um, but anyways, I was like looking at my, uh, I have like three shelves of Sonic crap and the, uh, vinyl cover for Sonic Adventure 2 with that like key art of Sonic and Shadow. I've always loved that pose. It's like very hype to me. Um, yes, I think I had that hanging up on my wall. My, uh, <laughs> I talked about this before my dad, uh, would my dad's like a graphic designer and he's trained like in more traditional not just computer like actual like uh physical mediums mm-hmm. uh and he would print out like uh those car- those that image on like multiple pieces of paper piece them together and then put them on foam cores so they were like 3d posters that rules and i had that specific <gasps> image yeah oh man damn that would rule uh yeah i think it's like obviously an iconic cover it's pretty exciting um i think aside from that i do really like the art style of Sonic Battle. Uh, I think it's just like, oh, it's so fun and angular. Um, I'm trying yeah, to I was going to say, I think that's yeah. probably one of my favorites because that that's most fitting to Shadow. Like, it's kind of, yeah, it yeah, looks weird, but it's fun on Sonic. But like, if if the Shadow the Hedgehog game had that as its like cover art style, I, I would love that. Oh, that would rule. Christian, what about you? What's your favorite visual oh, Shadow portrayal? You, uh, you surprised me. Um, oh. <laughs> Man, I don't know. I, I <laughs> honestly, any drawing of Shadow from the IDW comic that really accentuates his fluffy chest. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. I like to think that when he's nervous, he kind of like tilts his head down and kind of like in the same way that people kind of chew on their uh, hoodie, uh, like strings. He just kind of like puts his face and like. Mm. Maybe it's like, um, you know, when like a Ghibli character is frightened or upset and their hair goes all big and puffy. Maybe it's that, but just that yeah. little chest fluff. Oh, my God. Yes. Uh, I said the Sonic ba- uh, the Sonic Battle Shadow because I remember something about God, this game, yeah, too, is that when I, because of the way that the the sh- the, the lighting and the shading works i i remember as a kid 
like my brain couldn't not see that as like he had like the Reed Richards gray hairlines on the side. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, like a little bit because it's it's super exaggerated right there. And that's not really something mm-hmm. they do with a lot of Sonic art is add that kind of exaggeration uh, on the round part of the head. So yeah. it was so out of place uh, that I was like, oh, he's just old now. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. Usually they have like a couple key colors and then gradients over that sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, that is a little newer. You know what? Uh, you know what? One of my favorite uh, visual versions of Shadow is. <gasps> Tell the, me the um uh, the CG opening of um, Shadow of the Hedgehog. Oh yeah! yeah hell yeah! Hell yeah! yeah. That's, very very like, cool shit. The that is, I, I think, so like. Good. If we're removing character <laughs> from it, that's the best version of Shadow. Like, because <laughs> it's so just, badass and do unapologetic not listen to about what it. he has to say. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, um, Shadow on a motorcycle is that game is so funny and silly and also ambitious and cool at the same time. Um, there's a the, lot the, of things the that like stretch of Shadow in that game is really good. Yeah. Um, honestly, I think that game is like. It's it's so ambitious, and I think that's exciting. I wish anything about the gameplay was, like, fun, um, and the level design was better. Yeah. Uh, but, like, I think yeah. the mechanics of, like, um, you get to kind of choose your own story. It's, like, uh, I always think about, like, Mass Effect has, like, three endings, and, like, Shadow the Hedgehog has, like, 15, and, like, also, like, 300 something it's been a groundbreaking series and everyone wants to just joke it's like haha it's sonic it's bad games like it, nah they've pretty they, they did a lot really of things cool. first I maybe love, they didn't inspire yeah. the later ones but they did it first like <laughs> i really do love that like map of like the levels that show you like oh if you go this route then you go to like these other levels yeah i think, I think that stuff is like really really um interesting and i kind of love that as a mechanic i just wish that the levels weren't like hey find like 30 gun agents in this level where like every room looks the same and there's no like way you can look at the map overall and like oh oh, i wish it wasn't such a slog to play through because like i think the ideas are really interesting Um, it really breaks my heart that it's such a messy game because i I thought it would have been cool that like if the shadows spinoff worked would they do a spinoff with Knuckles? Would they do a spinoff of these other Ooh. characters of like different genres? Oh, I like, never thought about that. Yeah, like like I I I admittedly do really like the treasure hunting in I do too. Um, yeah, one and two. So like if they built a game around that, I would. Yeah, be sold. damn, that would rule. Honestly, like not a fan of the mech levels in Adventure Two because it's like. You made Omega worse somehow. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, and conceptually, oh, I love that Tails uses his plane as a mech. Like, what sure. a fucking weeb. Like, yeah, like. <laughs> Except I'm going so slowly through this level yeah. and I have to I hear this like, pitch noise the entire game. If you're going to do a game with Tails, go like a Star Fox route. I yeah. have to remind myself to, to when you said Did this annoying high pitch noise to actually add the sound effect in the edit. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Just do it for um, the entirety I'm, of this, and that's your sonic level. Um, uh, I'm trying to find the image, but it's one of the things, uh, uh, like going back to like visual stuff, uh, I really like about Shadow in the Archie comics is that uh, his spin dash instead of having the weird pea yellow color uh, of his like <laughs> speed uh, or, or whatever, it was. Um, they would make it like this uh, black and red, like lightning ish thing. Um, I, I can't find an image. Uh, keep talking. Maybe I can find it. OK, we have to vamp. Um, oh let's see what's <laughs> on, what's in my notes about Shadow the Hedgehog. I have five paragraphs about 
how I feel about his character. I like um, his shoes. <laughs> okay, I found it. Here we go. Oh, great shoes. <laughs> oh. Yeah. We talked about when we did, we talked mm. about the Archie one. It just, it's such a like way more visually interesting thing than like giving him the yellow. And I get why they have to do it in the games because they can't really do that in the games. But mm. like, it, it's so cool looking. Yeah. Honestly, Shadow's great. I love all of his like, Chaos inspired. Oh, you like Shadow? Addition. Oh, yeah, love, big fan. <laughs> um, I have like, an entire shelf of just Shadow stuff. Um, oh yeah, his his attacks in Sonic Battle, are, uh, and I think Sonic X, uh, he has the same attacks, like the spear stuff. Yeah, that's uh, that's just cool as hell, and that's like a great addition to like because he's not technically as fast as Sonic. He's got the rocket boots. Uh, which are powered awesome. by his <laughs> chaos energy. I'm, I've never been sure on that. I think they're uh, just rocket boots. Okay, well, but like, so instead of ha him having natural speed, we're like, say, so he has speed from the shoes, which means he can't like punch at super speed like Sonic could. But on top of that, he's got the chaos control and he's also got these chaos energy attacks. So it's like, it's a nice little tweak to Sonic's arsenal that gives him a bit of a different uh, edge that like, again, so he's not just uh, Dark Sonic. Yeah, I was going to say... um in Sonic Chronicles, colon, the Dark Brotherhood, uh, all of his, <laughs> like, he's, like, a really strong member of the, like, RPG party. Like, his uh, moves are, like, Chaos Spear, Rift, Blast, Atomic Strike, and, like, all of these are, like, really banger attack moves. Honestly, I way preferred using him over Sonic because, like, they were, like, special attack or whatever um, worked in that game. Honestly, the RPG fighting is, like, really, really fun. Besides the fact... That you have to interact with the stylus. I gotta see if and, I can like, find an emulator things. and see if I can try it out. Honestly, oh, wait, I, I still have a, a DS. I could find it somewhere. <laughs> it is. I will say again, it is painful because like to execute these moves, you have to like tap on the screen in certain places uh, and a certain time. Oh. And also, it like doesn't really explain it, uh, so it's kind of difficult. And then you try to like find a YouTube tutorial, and you see like people like. The input is there, but you don't see what their stylus is doing. And sometimes it's like a surprise where like you have to hold it and you don't realize. There's a lot of things wrong with that game. But once you figure it out, <laughs> the, the fighting mechanics are really fun, I think. Interesting. Um, one last uh, favorite visual of Shadow okay, okay. is the infamous uh, execution statue. <laughs> I, and, oh my God. I, I got, got this. I got, and I have this photo from your Twitter. I just I remembered. I was about to say, I got to yeah. meet him. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> um, it's, it's like also like, it's a really good like piece of fabrication. Like that's a pretty damn good statue. Like, you know, yeah. The statue rules. It's at the Sega office in Burbank and Amazing. a couple years ago uh, Aaron let me like come visit and see all the things and it, if you look at that picture you'll see like a bunch of uh, like flickies yeah. and plushes <laughs> oh on his gun God. I think they like wanted to censor it for a bit but now I think this gun is loose and free um, my, my dream <laughs> is to get a photo with that statue <laughs> I wanna, well, it's right there between the two printers at their office. <laughs> I, what I want to do is uh, have a Sonic uh, statue fabricated that is a, the same scale and have him with his arms behind his back ready to accept it. And then I'm going to take a picture <laughs> laughing next to it. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> a, a cardboard cutout would probably work. I don't need to go to uh, an actual fiberglass. Use force yeah. perspective and bring a Sonic toy with you and just take Oh my God, I can bring the adventure toy I have. <laughs> <laughs> um well, that's, I think, a good, uh, we talked about quite a bit. Is there anything else you want to cover before we go into our, our usual segments? Oh, um, I'm interested to find out what the segments are. 
so we have a couple. We have the blue blurb, which is just Sonic <laughs> news. Uh, we did talk about uh, what did we talk? We talked about the, the, the takeover, so I won't dwell on that too much. Uh, but we also have that uh, Sonic 2 and uh, Dr. Robotics Mean Bean Machine are coming to Nintendo Switch Online as part of Nintendo Gen like the Genesis Online, which is probably the weirdest fucking thing that happened before we learned that Chris Pratt is Mario. <laughs> well, I mean, the, there were Genesis, Sega. Yeah, the, there were Genesis games on the Wii, so it's not that weird. But like the weirdest thing for me is that this is going to be with the addition of Sonic uh, uh, Origins coming out eventually. This is yeah. the fourth way to play Sonic 2 on the Switch. I thought about that. Oh my like, god. I, I mean, obviously, Sega is a part of making this deal, but that's such an interesting move considering they are once again re-releasing these games they've re-released like 500 times. Yeah. Um, and I'll probably still get it. I'll probably get in widescreen and try it out. because <laughs> I, I, I think my favorite part about it is that like, Sega, you know, not technically Sega, but Sega got to make a game console controller again for the first time in decades and it's oh. for and it's for a switch version of their uh, console well, i think it has the nintendo logo on it too it's a second yeah, console like, it's a, that's yeah, painful it's, yep well, it's so painful like it's like literally like the sega does what nintendo i'm like mm, not no more <laughs> punch in the gut um, yeah truly <laughs> Honestly, um, I'm and still then we sad. also have. Oh. oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to complain. I wish they had Garfield caught in the act. Uh, the Sega Genesis <laughs> game on this Nintendo Garfield. Is, like honestly, like in terms of like the, Garfield and Sonic have been elevated by weird memes to the extent <laughs> that like Garfield's basically a Sonic character at this point. <laughs> they were in a game combo together. They yeah, were so like, in like Mega Pack. Pack. Like, yeah. they, like like honestly, anytime Garfield's standing on two legs, he's a Sonic character. <laughs> yeah, um, it's kind of harder to animate him if he's walking on all fours as a little yeah. cat. Though I will say that Sega game is probably the best quote-unquote official Garfield game if you're not counting uh, the Flash games, which I think are phenomenal. But anyways, more Sonic news. Uh, that's all I have so far. Okay. Did, no uh, more Sonic Christian, news. Do you have anything? <laughs> My yeah. Sonic news is that I saw some weirdly colored figures at Target today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, well, that leads us into our other segment, uh, Drop-In Rings. Uh, and this time I can finally put the Drop-In Ring sound effect in there because I introduced it properly. <laughs> um, so uh, this is our uh, segment where uh, I share... Uh, well, we first of all, we can just talk about Sonic products because it's, uh, you know, you pay four products, you drop rings on them. Uh, why am I explaining my name process? Uh, so we first of all, we can just talk about Sonic products. Like, is there anything that you want to talk about shadow wise that like something you want to like showcase that we can talk about? Oh, is this like recent ones? Any literally whatever. product? Uh, yeah, anything, whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm just like looking at my shelf. Uh, <laughs> I'm a really I put together like a bunch of my Sonic memorabilia on my shelves. And one, I'm obsessed with the Sonic Generations first four figures statue uh, from, I guess, when the game came out. It's like Sonic is, uh, there's like modern and classic. And they're, Where they're running next to each other. Yeah. Um, well, they're both skating oh, down in like Escape skate? from the City yeah. mode. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. This one's rad. Yeah. Like Sonic's on his little like board and uh, that's modern's on his board and Classic is on a little skateboard and going off a ramp. It's great. Uh, I also got those like little cable guys holders uh, where it's like Sonic. It's supposed to hold a uh, My like phone a game is controller. currently holding that uh, being held by that right now. I Same put, exact um, thing. Those like 2003 McDonald's Sega toys in their hands. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. I, I remember that. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, uh, there's a plug for the McDonald's Sega toys from 2003. They got Sonic. <laughs> they got Monkey Ball. I think end of list. <laughs> hell yeah. 
Uh, is, yeah, so so thank you for sharing us with those. Uh, now, Kristen, you have these, which are... Yeah, these are fascinating. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. They, they're they're, they're um, literally like the printer tails. was just running on the base print colors. Like, Well, it's like Jack Specific is doing this new line where they take like the, their normal Sonic toy molds, but they're giving them what they're calling neon colors. So like... So the the colors didn't really show as well in these photos, but they are freaking neon. <laughs> it is bizarre. Like Sh- Sonic's why are the nose red? I, I feel like no, these no, aren't like, so much. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's not red. In reality, his nose and his shoes are a very fluorescent pink. Okay, so these aren't so much as neon as they are. We wanted to save on ink, and we just used the closest color of the. Well, CMYK. no, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, the photos, the photos didn't capture the colors that they are in reality. The colors in reality are a lot brighter. They're very neon. Okay, my camera couldn't capture it right. Tails so they, they, they explode look under green. a black light. <laughs> Like like kind. Sonic Sonic's muzzle and like the the tan sections of him are very yellow. In this, they're like a little muddy, but no, they're they are very very bright yellow in the well, actual photo. In the actual, you toy. know, what's what's your favorite Christmas song? Mine's uh, Sonic the Red Nosed Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> you 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 joke. In fifth grade, I wrote a Christmas carol called Tails the Two Tailed Fox. <laughs> If you find that, if you I'll, I'll fa- see if I can find it. If you find that, we have to sing that for a Christmas episode. <laughs> I don't think I can find it anymore because like Jesus when I went in. when I went home in a uh, uh, July, I went through a bo- like seven boxes of just crap that my parents have saved for my entire life. I could not find that. So I would love if we did uh, for Christmas <laughs> a Christmas present to all of our fans uh, and listeners. Uh, you know those like you know old cd commercials like for holiday albums we just made a fake one of those with all these sonic themed well, <laughs> christmas we do, songs. we do like the the spider-man spider-verse yeah, christmas yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh, thank you for sharing those um so <laughs> what, what, what drop and rings typically is is i will show you uh cursed sonic products not always cursed but usually cursed uh <laughs> that i will ask you uh would you pay for this what would you pay for it uh, okay. And even if you don't, uh, even if you would buy it, what would you pay for it? Uh, and and then uh, ha- like we will compare it to how much it actually is. Ooh, so the okay. first the first product we have up is this, which is um, <laughs> second is project Sonic the Hedgehog Metal Force uh, five inch shadow action figure Lightworks. That's Shadow's head on a Power Ranger body. It absolutely it really, is. Really is. And <laughs> but it's still the right still proportions. Somehow- it looks so not good. He's got a big uh, nose. So, so uh, I have here. Hold on, I'll send you some of the other pictures. But this is from eBay, so it's not necessarily market value. It's just uh, the price listed here. Um, now, would you buy this? Um, I would <laughs> no. not buy this. <laughs> I have a lot of uh, other shadow goods. Oh, um, this is an incredible side view of him. Um, yeah. I have no, other no, look, please look at the back. It, I think it, it I even enjoy has. More. It even has like the mecha version of his back spikes and tail. <laughs> this is holding something is too. To I don't want to know what it is. Yeah, yeah, this is this is. Sorry, his, and this his... is not an official product. This is no. It is. I've seen multiple what? listings of this. It can't be real. It can't be why, real. Why? Why, no, okay, no, why would the be. back have the the spikes like that if it wasn't real? 
I, I refuse to. I refuse. Yeah. Can you send me the listing for this? I refuse yeah, to read. Hold on. I'm doing right. Project Metal. I'm doing some Sherlock Force. Holmesing on this. What's it called? Hold on. Sega Project Metal Force is what these are. Here's a Knuckles one. It's a really small image. I can't find a bigger one. Metal Force. It's a Force. Knuckles one. Uh, they're they're like a weird repackaging of stuff, I think. And here's a Tails, even smaller. Uh, they're like tiny. mecha versions of them. Yeah. They're real. Here's the Sonic one. I found it. Hold on. That. Oh, this is related to Sonic X. So it, it, I'm sure. It, I'm sure it's four kids or Fox being like, "How can we milk this more?" And they had right. some spare but parts they could okay. put on. But the it's fact, official. Okay, it, it being Sonic X makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> yeah, it's a much more American. Uh, just give mm -hmm. us the licensing, and we'll figure it out from there. Good uh, lord! Look at look at <clears throat> them. I'm, Look at them. I am perceiving them, and it is a little <laughs> overwhelming. Uh, I don't think I would add them to my little Sonic collection. I think it's okay, a little well, full. Well, if you did, how if much did. do you think this one is listed for? Um, like a specific one of them. The, the shadow one. The shadow one. Um, if it's labeled as a vintage, um, I'm gonna say thirty-five dollars, but then the shipping is like another ten. Okay, and Christian. What do you Eight dollars. Uh, it's twenty five. You oh. were the closest, Michelle. Damn. So well, I went over. Uh, yeah, but it, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that I love this thing. I, I kind of want it if it's that cheap. I, I, because then I can put a gun in the little hand it has. Yeah, and I mean, it is money on better things. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, well, you you did buy. Hold on, I have to share this. Oh yeah, I bought I bought you a cursed item for your birthday. You, yeah, you brought me. You got me a uh, this this. Uh, here, let me turn on my camera uh, and I'll share. It. Uh, I think I shared it on Twitter before, but I'll share it again. I I have this. It's a coin bank that Christian got me for my birthday from eBay. Uh, because, uh, as a punishment for all the cursed items I've sent them <laughs> it's over gift, the time. It's a gift, my good man. <laughs> a <laughs> gift of friendship. A token of appreciation. I would like to look see it. Look at the it. spikes on the back. Uh, I'm on camera right now, yeah. Uh, oh, sorry, I need to go back to that tab. Yeah, you're good. Oh, huh. Huh. Hmm. <laughs> He's just sitting there. <laughs> He's just sitting there. This is like... Saddam Sonic. And then it's like yeah. a little bunny on the bottom. <laughs> huh. Yeah, it's just like it, he ate Those a bee. There's so many spikes. I know, and that's then, why like, I got it. They, like, my they, favorite thing... Oh, go on. Like, my, that's why I got it. It's because usually Sonic just has like... He has one, two, three, four, five, six. He has usually has six spikes on the back where it's like two on the side and two in the middle. But that one, it's just like a buzzsaw all the way down. It's, it's, it honestly it's crazy. is. This is like an old timey cartoons when you have like a, someone tied to a log and at the very end you have that saw going and you're just like, yeah, oh, that's yeah, Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I, I love that like the, the, the proportion is like of a man, like in terms <laughs> of the arms, but then the body is like an elongated little like little fat body. And then because of the way it's positioned it's just too much of the of the of the skin tone <laughs> because of his crossed arms right. just, i love him so much i look at him every day <laughs> i i got really into buying cursed ebay products um last year in quarantine and i spent like almost the entire year just isolated uh so i was just like time to buy 
a 1970s Tyco Garfield phone or time to buy this cursed Sonic product. Um, it was a very big year for retail therapy and cursed eBay. Oh yeah. Uh, I did the same purchases. Uh, okay. <laughs> like, so like, um, I didn't, oh, I sorry, didn't go on. real quick. I didn't really buy like cursed items, but I bought like things just because why not? So like my roommate and I have near our TV, we have what we call the hall of heroes, which is just mm-hmm. weird action figures and plushies and statues that we found. Ooh, and like one that. of them I bought was, uh, Lenny from the Simpsons. <laughs> just <'cause> why not? <laughs> uh, Without okay. Carl. Sorry, Bro. go on. Well, well, we are going to get them I, together. I am going to get Patty and Selma as a surprise. <laughs> nice. Okay, so uh, this next one is called Sonic the Hedgehog Shadow Plush Doll 11.5 inches stuffed figure Sega toy gift. You just said a lot of words, my man. You did. Let's see. <laughs> Let's see this fella. Hmm. Oh, oh my god. Oh. I will say I um. From this like is my, like the equivalent <laughs> of of Sonic for Shadow. <laughs> There's a lot of plushies that are just not the best quality out there. And honestly, yeah. like, I mean, these are cute characters, but like, I, I, I still haven't seen, I think, a plushie I really, really liked. Um, My roommate like it, has a really good Sonic plushie that's very cute. I'd be interested to see which one it is. I'll like, the take closest a photo I of it real quick have is like I have um these like sonic pillows that I use on my couches uh, I'll take a picture oh the big head ones yeah yeah my wife and I got one at uh Dave and Buster's once it's it's currently in a vacuum sealed bag but he he lives uh, <laughs> honestly it, they're just delightful little couch cushions a little a little yeah. pop of color nothing wrong I, with I, that I love that if you zoom in on this shadow's chest floof it looks like the Canadian flag leaf a little bit <laughs> oh me Oh my god, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Which confirms that Shadow is indeed Canadian. Yeah, I have the Sonic one. Yeah. They're um, so cute. Yeah. Uh my so my birthday was like last week and my dad sent me two Sonic plushes and I was like, oh well, this is kind because he knows that I like Sonic and Shadow, but also I'm not a big fan of these plushes like at all, and I don't know what to do with them now. <laughs> so they're hidden underneath the pillow. They are. You can see like the leg of one of them. I just got back to my desk. That tails is so cute. <laughs> Look at him. He's just a little guy. That is adorable. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Here, um, I'll send so, you uh, uh, pictures of the plushie my roommate has. I think what's breaking my brain about this shadow plush is that it only has two spikes. Like. If oh, yeah. they've ever limited oh. spikes on Sonic, it's to three. Wait, you know Wait. what? You know what? Two. You know what? That's crazy. This could be based on Sonic X because Shadow and Sonic in that show only have like those three spikes. Maybe. It, it, it sure is cursed. It still feels uh, long. So yeah. I, I'm not going to play the price game with that one because it's almost <laughs> the same price as the other one. Uh, I, I do have um, what I, I'll share with you one more. Do you want the bootleg one? Or the real one that's really available? A uh, real one. Okay. Um, I'm sending pictures probably... of my roommate's plushie now. Okay. Uh, oh, that's a cute one. Yeah. I like the yeah. white outline around the eyes. Um, sorry, I followed it up with the worst thing ever. <laughs> um, hmm. <laughs> it, what? What? Yeah. yeah. Who's this fella? What? Uh, it's, it's Juvie Jazzwares figure. Let's see if I can Juvie. find another picture. I hope this is entertaining to the people listening to the audio only. Uh, <laughs> oh, we posted pictures. We, we post them after, but like, <laughs> oh, oh no, there's so many of them. Wow, Toys R Us exclusive. Hold on. Oh boy. Well, now we know why they went under. They <laughs> went to it, to in on Juvie. 
Oh, they have uh, where that's, are that's just a Google image search, but like, look at all of the other ones Why that are, are their available. Why are their legs so big? They're like wearing like bell bottoms. Because they're thick. Uh, they're really these, thick. These look like they belong in when I was in middle school along with Tech Deck. I yeah. was thinking that. Oh my God. Oh, not the werehog. Oh, goodness. Um, yeah, it looks like their legs are meant to be attached to something somehow. Well, they're, they're, they're definitely that era of like, do you remember when Cartoon Network's like weird mascot was the blank, like, uh, like white, at, like uh, exaggerated, like a person thing, you know? Then they would splash paint and make them look like other uh, Cartoon Network characters. Do you know what, what, what I mean? Like, it was an I'm era of those things. Mm. All, where everywhere sure. <laughs> where they yeah where it was just it, they were pre Funko Pops where they were like let's make them really smooth and big head and able to be anything easily why does just it look like job. they're wearing pants this is it really upsetting. does like old man trousers high waisted pants <laughs> it, it, yeah. it really looks like they had like a base model and like like not I don't know how to say this it's like a like a person just repainted it and put it up. Like it doesn't seem like it was marketed this way. It's like, I'm, yeah. I just can't believe it. <laughs> now, if it just, just a real quick guess, how much do you think the shadow one is, is, uh, is for on eBay? 1295. Kristen. I'm going to say like 30, 42. <laughs> what? <laughs> it can be yours for the easy price of 42 and also 420 shipping blaze. It. <laughs> oh this is my favorite part of the show $50 on that um that that concludes drop and rings uh thank you for joining us uh oh okay so uh that that and i think that about does it um we do have a third segment that sometimes we ask but if if, if you're strapped for time it's called sonic at sonic where i'm drafting a letter to uh the sonic uh drive-in to ask why they have ah. never done a Sonic Chili Dog crossover uh, promotion. You know, I will say that's like, I feel like that's a little bit of a dangerous wish. I don't know if you've tried the Sonic Chili Dog G Fuel. Sorry, the Sanic Chili oh, Dog G oh, Fuel. Oh, 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 I tried it live yeah. on the podcast. It is foul. It is foul. <laughs> um, so now I'm like, mm, be careful, be careful what you wish for, because okay, I know, that, I know, they fair. like actually do have hot dogs there. I don't think I've actually yeah, ever they actually been have to a Sonic. chili dogs. So it's like it's like come on, like already. So come on, <laughs> but if yes. you don't have time, we can uh, <laughs> th th we can say that for another time. Um, otherwise, I think that does it. any last thoughts about Shadow to add to uh, cleanse the timeline uh, <laughs> from the cursed things I have sent in the time right in the chat. Um, any last thoughts? I love him. He's my friend uh, and. Everyone should love him. I think he's just a really interesting character. I think there's a lot hug. more you could do and uh, like continue to push him towards like growing and like showing more compassion in the way that we would normally expect, but also respecting like uh, he's a very sheltered character with like a very difficult background and like he's going to see things differently and like having multiple people with different experiences and different perspectives within the same uh, like hero squad that they have in Sonic. Uh, it's exciting. So. Yeah, None especially in the game. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, especially in the game he's introduced where the, the entire like story shift is about perspective. It's so interesting yeah. to have like a character that is like Sonic, but very different. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks for having me uh, on to literally just talk about Shadow the Hedgehog and Sonic for yeah. like, an hour and a half. Heck yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Thanks for being on. Um, well, it's time to uh, uh, plug your plug your work and stuff. Where can oh. people find you? Where can people find me? Um, I am on Twitter.com at 
uh, Miex Rear, which is spelled M-I-E-X-R-I-I-R. Um, it is originally my Neopets handle, but it is now a part of who I am. Uh, I talk a lot about Sonic and Sega things. Uh, I will be a playable character in Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania coming out October 5th. Everyone, tune congrats. in. Thank you so much. Yeah, sure. Congrats. I'll say congrats for now and 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 wait till it comes out. I mean, it's going to be a great game. Yeah, you're in it. How could it not it. be great? The trailer is out. It's official. Um, what else oh do I have gosh. to plug? I think that's basically it. Uh, I just did uh, a new PowerPoint party presentation thing uh we like started trying to stream that on twitch but i put up the vod which is Ooh. somewhere linked on my my twitter oh hell page. yeah yeah oh yeah christian uh yeah um i'm at c underscore dobbins on twitter uh at c dobbins art on instagram yeah Hell yeah. Uh, and you can follow me at Sean at your son. That's S-E-A-N, the number H-U-R-S-O-N. Uh, and you can follow the pod uh, at Sonic Pod on Twitter. We'll post all the uh, images we talked about uh, and links to the uh, original uh, PowerPoint tweet and the, and the Shadow <laughs> Gun uh, statue tweet. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, the, the, hell yeah, that was a hell of an uh, episode. Uh, I, I'm glad we found uh, a lot of cool new things to talk about about Shadow. Uh, and uh, if you'll join us in our sign-off, it's the line read from the end of Sonic Adventure 2 where Tails goes, we all did it together. So I'll, <laughs> I'll count us in. Uh, and three, two, one. We all, we all did, did it, it together. together. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Bye. See ya. Bye.